you ain't first, you're last. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the If You're Not First, You're Last Fantasy Football Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the If You're Not First, You're Last Fantasy Football League. Week 12 is in the books, and we are heading, sadly, to the last weekend of the regular season in Fantasyland. League Commissioner Alan Byrne here alongside, as ever, Bourne's himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, what's cracking? All right, good. All good, Alan. Um, another uh, another good week of games. Finally came to an end after several postponements, but uh, we got there in the end, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Longest week in NFL history. Um, yeah, man, yeah, it was good. To, good, to, good that all the games got played, you know. And uh, you know, there was obviously uh, a lot of COVID trouble around, uh, particularly with the Ravens, um, uh, and that's kind of dominating the news this week. Uh, COVID and drugs, more so than injuries. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, new reasons why people aren't playing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens were absolutely hammered by the, by the COVID bug uh, for the match against the Steelers. Uh, waiting to hear more. Presumably, these guys are going to be missing in the main for uh, the Cowboys game next week, but you know, that remains to be seen if any of them are actually positive or just uh, close uh, close calls or whatever. Um, but they're putting themselves under pressure uh, heading for the playoffs. Yeah, Harbaugh came out and said uh, he won't say whether Lamar Jackson can play or not this week, <laughs> which doesn't seem like a good thing. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't look like it'll be... Uh, It'll be RG three either. He was he was pretty terrible, and uh, young guy McSorley came in and looked uh, he looked much better uh, with the limited time he got. Yeah, but the, I mean, they're all all three of them are pretty much the same quarterback. Like obviously, just different levels of how good they are, but you know they bring the same recipe to the table. So I think not saying whether Har- Harbaugh not saying whether Lamar is there or not, it's not going to really change anything for your defense plan. You're still planning to go against the running quarterback yeah that's it and I think Mike Tomlin came out and said that he said he said, look we're planning on a mobile quarterback but realises that RG3 is certainly not Lamar Jackson but uh, you know Steelers took care of business albeit uh, not in not in hugely brilliant fashion but uh, got the job done under 11-0 first time in their uh, in their franchise history and uh, looking strong yeah, well, it was typical Steelers fashion. Uh, they usually play down to their level of competition. So, yeah, yeah. And the other big news, of course, is um, guys getting done for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, most notable being Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. Yeah, uh, that was the the big news out of Houston this week. Um, clear now why he hasn't been getting injured this season and had a monster game at the weekend <laughs> yeah for sure yeah he's going to be missed by... yeah absolutely but he'll be missed hugely by the Houston Texans and hugely by remember the tight ends who are trying to uh, trying their damnedest to get that uh, playoff berth uh, are going to be missing him uh, missing him badly in the running 
Yeah, not the not the time you want to uh, to be getting one of your star receivers out injured. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, week twelve is eventually over, and we head into the final week of the fantasy regular season. Our game of the week was easily the matchup between Shake and Bake and Daklas in the future. A tight back and forth game began Thanksgiving, where Shake and Bake got a good outing from Logan Thomas, but a stinker from Ezekiel Elliott. As Sunday rolled in, King Henry rolled over the Colts for 38 and a half points. But outside of the Rams D clearing 20 points, it would be tough sledding for Daklas in the future. As Sunday came to a close, five players failed to reach double digits, with two of those being his QBs, Kyler Murray, and a particularly bad outing, Jared Goff. Only Gronk put up a solid outing as the Murray-Hopkins combo failed to pay off once again. Shake and Bake had themselves only DK Metcalf hit the dizzy heights of 20-plus points, but had more solid outings from Herbert Ridley and the Seahawks D to keep them in striking distance. And strike they did, as needing only 5.69 points from Claypool in the rearranged Wednesday night game, he came up with 11.2, and it was a fourth win of the season for Shake and Bake. A fairly meaningless win for Shake and Bake season finished week 12 at 4-8, but a damaging loss for Daklas in the future puts them at 6-6 six and six and firmly on the playoff bubble. What do you think? Yeah, weak, weak T effort this week from uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Andrew's players. Um, he was let down pretty much across the board, really, outside of the obvious huge first half of Derrick Henry and the Rams' defense, as I said. But let down by way too many players, and it cost him. And it's it's a key time that it happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a win here puts him in the uh, confirmed in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, yeah, bad loss, bad loss at a, at a bad time. Yeah, Keno and his shake and bake might be out of it, but they're still wreaking havoc. Good for them. Still I like causing it. trouble, absolutely. <laughs> well, the four remaining games were all blowouts in the end, the biggest of which was provided by Remember the Tight Ends obliteration of the Nina football team. Gibson, Robinson, Fuller and Drake, between them, romped to a combined 121.9 points, which was almost enough to beat the football team alone. Mike Davis was his lowest scorer on the team, but he still cracked double figures, finishing with 10.9 points. That is impressive stuff. The pitiful response from the Nina football team included... Kamara, McKissick, Fournette, Hooper, and Lockett all failing to hit the 10-point mark, with Davis hitting exactly 10. Good performances did come from Rodgers and Jefferson, but it was far too little too late as the game was out of sight as Sunday evening turned to Sunday night. A massive score put up in the end by Remember the Tight Ends, which was more than the Nina football team, and the hapless holidays managed this week combined! Woof! Woof! However, it doesn't result in two wins. And remember the tight ends can take solace in the fact 
that this is both the largest margin of victory this season of more than 100 points. First time anyone has had all players in double figures and most importantly puts them right in the playoff mix as we head to the final weekend. Week 12 ends with both teams fighting for one of the playoff spots. Nina football team 6-6. Six and six. Remember the tight ends. 5-7. and seven. A big one on. A big one. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a hammer in here. Um, just complete consistency across the board here for Quinny and his remember the tight ends. Uh, he's hitting form at a good time and if he can slip into these playoffs, he's going to be a difficult one to deal with. For sure, for sure, yeah. You wouldn't want to be facing him, and uh, if he was to slip into that six spot, uh, yeah, I could be facing him, you know. And uh, yeah, that's it's not the guy. I wouldn't want that any more than the next guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah let it. down across the board again. Um, risky business, maybe playing Kamara. He's been dealing with a foot injury. Saw listing fifty percent of snaps. Maybe could have played his backup instead, who was. Riding his bench, 24.6 yeah. points out there for the taking. Not that it would have helped or anything, but, you know, just keep the spirits up. That's it, that's it, keep him competitive, keep him competitive. Well, another big game with playoff implications saw Unnecessary Roughness take on Easy Company 101. Easy Company had a Mary Cooper get them off to a flyer on Thanksgiving, but that's where the tanks ended for Easy Company as no one else reached the 20-point mark. Newton, Bell, Hunt, and a goose egg from Cook meant they couldn't capitalize on the early marker laid down by Cooper. Unnecessary roughness answered emphatically Sunday through Monday. Chubb, A.J. Brown, a returning Debo, Goddard, and the Bills D all saw 20-plus point outings. A goose egg from Giano Smith was the only single-digit blemish on the scorecard before we got to Wednesday night's game, where Edwards and Johnson put a gloss on a 51.98-point stomping. Unnecessary roughness end of week 7-5 and five and confirmed in the playoffs. Easy Company 101 ended 5-7 and seven with it all to do to make the postseason championship. I was happy with that result. Yeah, welcome to the playoffs. It feels good, doesn't it? It does. I feel good. I feel good too. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice. I like you. Nice. Been nice. Um, yeah, you were pretty consistent across the board, really. Um, um, like, I know you had the goose egg from Janu, but I think they're kind of trying to manage him. He's a bit of a knock too. They're probably trying to keep him a bit fresher for the playoffs. He's been sitting yeah. out some practices and stuff as well. And a lot yep. of drops from Deontay Johnson that are usually, he's usually shorthanded. Oh, so man. there could have been even yeah. more points there for you. He dropped some sitters and left the touchdown on the field. He dropped it on the three yard line where he's going to walk yeah, it in. And, for oh, sure. Yeah. And Park hey, has just been continuously let down by um, Cam Newton. He seems to refuse to not play Cam Newton, and he gets punished for it now on a weekly basis. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think he has much options in the QB room, so, uh, you know, you got to got to stand by your man, you know? 
There was a time and place for that, and it's gone. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, an even bigger trashing was handed out by League Topper. Sundays are for the boys, as they dismantled the batshit draft merchants. While Sundays are for the boys had a 33-point outing for Deshaun Watson, this was overshadowed by a season-topping 57.9 outing from Tyreek the Freak. Despite Cook, Lindsay, Boyd and the Colts D all failing to live up, Sundays are for the boys cruise to victory. It was another tough day at the office for the batshit draft merchants. Hill, Cup, Fant, Reed and Pittman combined for a total of 22.5 points. When you have to then add on a goose egg from Slayton. Woof. Mahomes and the Steelers D did enough to put the team into treble digits for the week. But a low score was never going to threaten the league leading juggernauts. Week 12 ends with Sundays for the Boyds. Tied at the top 9-3. and three. Batchet draft merchants in the murky playoff waters of 6-6. Six and six. Another big one for Sundays. Yeah, Green was always going to be up against it, trying to secure a, a playoff spot here. Um, as we know, Ben has been drumming everyone that is put in front of him, and he's the one to beat at the minute, and continues his domination, shall we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to yeah. Tree Kill, he had a day. He had a day. Help is on in the, the way. Top <laughs> in the top 20 all time, somewhere in the top 20 all time, uh, all time games. Uh, man, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Just unstoppable. Unstoppable stuff he was. Yeah, their, their offense in general, the, the Chiefs offense in general looked uh, pretty unstoppable. They just yeah. seem to be able to yeah. turn it on and off whenever they want, to be fair. That's it, and as you rightly said, uh, Michael, uh, you know, was let down by a few, and uh, had to be had to be on his A game. His <laughs> players had to be on their A games uh, for him to have any chance, and, and they weren't, and he wasn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, some guys that have come up big for him uh, in recent weeks, like Michael Pittman Jr., just struggled this week. Um, the Colts were in a tough game against the Titans, so. And again, in that cup woods roulette, you never know which one it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough to tough to judge. And uh, as we uh, said earlier, Jared Goff had an absolute stinker, two point three points or something. You know what I mean? So it was never going to be a happy day yeah. for for a Cooper Cup. So special mention there too, actually, uh, to Derek Carr on a. On Ben's bench, minus three point four. That's that's an impressive Ooh. minus score. Jeez, yeah, that's even. Uh, that's four. We're gonna get to a minus score uh, uh, shortly, but that is tough. Yeah, yeah. man. After being fairly fairly consistent over the last few weeks, Derek Carr has been looking good. That was just uh, a game he's going to want to forget. Yeah, not he's not particularly a fantasy stud or anything, but he's been very good. For the Raiders. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. Now I think he's a good quarterback, all in all, you know. But uh, definitely one of the underrated ones. Yeah. 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 For sure. 
Alright then, the final game of the week saw an even bigger win as the Cleveland Steamers put the hapless Galileys to the sword. Cleveland Steamers happily watched this weekend's action unfold, unaware it seems that they were actually in a match. The Washington football team defense put them on their way Thanksgiving night, but this would be the only 20 plus point performance they would see apart from TB12s for his opponent. But only Miles Sanders failed to hit double digits, however, as the steady flow of points from all others kept him ticking along nicely. What is there to say about the response? Failing to crack 90 points is a truly awful week's work. Compounded by the decision by Kieran Adam Gase Kenna, Picking up and starting wide receiver, Kendall Hinton. A guy not good enough to make the Broncos roster as a wide receiver, but was put into play at quarterback. This spectacularly backfired, to no one's surprise, with a minus 0.78 point outing. My saddest woof of the year. Woof. This was added to by Henderson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Thomas, Antonio Brown, Waller, Moss, all failing to hit double digits. Capped off, the cherry on top, a goose egg from Will Disley. Yuck. The New York Jets in disguise end week 12, being odds on to add a second toilet bowl trophy in three seasons to the cabinet at a league worst 3-9. and nine. Cleveland Steamers. Tied at the top and rolling, securing a first round bye at 9 and 3. Uh, yeah. Easy weekend on in the end. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, not much to play for on either side. I'm already in, Kieran was already out. Um, like that you called him Adam Gase there, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, his team are now the New York Jets in disguise. So, yeah. yeah, I had some guys coming back from injury. Eckler, Montgomery decided to still give him an extra week. You know, let them warm up on the bench. You know, bring them in for when I really need them. <laughs> well, you should have brought in Eckler this week. He had his uh, career high touch load. <laughs> I was giving him a rest. I don't. I was like Eckler. I we got this this week. You take another week for yourself. Relax. <laughs> Yeah, but man, failing to hit 100 points for the first time this season is, uh, yeah, it was a big swing and a miss on Hinton. Obviously, it could have worked out, uh, but sadly for the Broncos and sadly yeah. for... That was for sure for swinging for defences. At one yeah. point, actually, at one point he had um, Hinton and... Tim Patrick in his flex spots and I was like that's a bold stack when I seen it <laughs> um, actually to, to be fair I would have played Eckler only it wasn't confirmed that Eckler was going to play on the Thursday and mm. I played Marvin Jones thinking Eckler may not play yeah, yeah. that's why I didn't play Eckler oh, I got a stormer well, there you have it. There you have it. We look at the weekly report from Sleeper. Best manager of the week was given to Queenie. Remember the tight ends. 
hit 98% of a possible perfect lineup. Had he hit that 100%, it would have been the biggest score we've seen this season. And he was just shy of that on 233.26 points. Worst manager of the week was Michael Green. The batshit draft merchants only 72% of a possible lineup. But thankfully, his 100% of his possible lineup still wasn't in Nars' roar of winning the game. Biggest blowout we talked about. Remember the tight ends crushing the Nina football team by 104.1 points. Nars' victories are shaken fake. Eke it out over Daklas in the future. Highest score. Quinny, remember tight ends. Lowest score. The New York Jets in disguise on 89.94 points. Overachiever was Quinny. Below expectation. Adam Gase. QB of the week. Deshaun Watson. RB of the week. Derek Henry. Wide receiver of the week. Surprisingly, Tyreek Hill. Shocked. Tight end of the week. Dallas Goddard. Defensive of the week. Washington football team. Bench warmers included Kirk Cousins. David Montgomery. Jarvis Landry. Trey Burton. Houston Texans. So there you have it. Yep. Sadly, mm. we're uh, we're heading to the final week. Man, the season has flown by. Yeah, that's for sure. Too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we're into the final week, only a couple of things are clear: shake and bake, and the New York Jets in disguise are confirmed in the toilet bowl playoffs. Unnecessary roughness are confirmed in the championship playoffs, most likely at the third seed spot. Of all others, the questions are simple this week, Owen, but this week the questions are serious. Can the Nina football team put it together one more time to claim a spot and see them in to overcome shake and bake and their playoff wrecking crew. Daklas in the future at 6-6. Six and six, Take on batshit draft merchants. Also at 6-6. Six and six. The winner goes to the championship rounds. The loser goes to the toilet bowl playoffs. Who's got the managerial nous to pick the winning team at the final hurdle? A 5-7. Easy company 101. Take on a 5-7 and seven, remember the tight ends. Playoff hopes are out of their hands, but whoever will be the winner here will have a shot. And whoever will be the loser will not. And finally, week 13 sees the top two go at it. As Sundays are for the boys, take on the Cleveland Steamers. With first round buys in the bank for both, this is simply a big balls competition to see who sits top when the regular season ends. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? We'll find out in week 13. It's, it's just a gentleman's game between myself and Ben. We are playing chess while the rest of you play checkers. No response to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just playing a gentleman's game. Just letting each sure. off on each other for the week. We'll just 
no problem. Yeah, look. Look. Spreggan right, Spreggan right stake. The, the top spot. Whoever whoever finishes first potentially gets an easier path. I don't know if they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be easy, yeah. no matter what happens. It <laughs> it's sure going to be isn't. painful. It sure it's going to be stressful. Absolutely. Who knows who's going to turn up at any given night. Yeah, there's going to be sleepless nights ahead. That's all I can say, <laughs> regardless of who you get matched up with. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Uh, some people well, are going to have it. some sleepless nights this weekend. They sure are. They sure are. Thankfully, I'm going to sleep soundly. <laughs> I do. Green, yeah. Green and Andrew there, that's the ultimate win and you're in game. That is the ultimate. <laughs> that's a win and you're in game. That is a win you're in game. And then, easy company, remember the tight ends. If they have any shot, they got to win that game. Whoever wins that has a shot. Nina football team, struggling of late. Have to put it together, but shake and bake, just fucking things up for everyone. So uh, you know they want to keep that, keep those good, good times rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a seesaw year for for Ana uh, and the football team. So uh, let's see if they can be on an up week. Yeah, absolutely. But look, I think he he's got at least twice as many wins as he had last year already. So you know it's. Uh, if not three times as many wins, so you know you gotta be happy. Also, albeit, uh, like to be in the championship. Yeah, he's uh, it's in his own hands now. So you know, don't, don't shit the bed, Anna. Don't shit the bed. That's it, Anna. <laughs> be careful now. <laughs> How well we may laugh on. It's good. It's good times. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice when you've you've. I've two weeks off here essentially. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a bye uh, in week fourteen, so uh, yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. Players are gonna be well rested for the playoffs. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> All right, guys, that does it for this week. Remember, make the correct decisions in your lineups. No pressure, but loads of pressure. Until next week, when we run down. Week 13 of the fantasy football regular season. Adios. Bye. Woo! First and last, baby! You got-